Welcome to Snacks Weekly on Data Science. This podcast is all about making data science and machinery knowledge accessible and less intimidating. Today, our topic is related to movie trailers, focusing on the technology that can help to facilitate its creation. This topic is based on the tech blog with the title Building in Video Search, written by machine learning engineers from Netflix. The blog link is shared in the episode description if you want to take it for reference. From now on, I will break it down from both business and data science perspectives. Let's get started. On the business side, Movie trailer is one type of promotion video. There are other things like video shots, Instagram reels are also considered to be promotional videos. Promotional video helps to provide a condensed information to the viewers in a short time span to make them feel excited or attracted to the original content. For example, the movie trailers trying to drive the action so that customers can go to the movie theater and watch the full movie. Making promotion video requires a set of combination of skills. One is an artistic thinking on the presentation information flow, and the other important part is a broad and deep knowledge about the various movies and videos. Getting the reconciliation of all related video segments could be hard. But if the creator can search all the video database to find those with the right video segments, that could greatly improve the efficiency and potentially the quality of the movie trailers being created. So that is the reason in video search is a very important technique to enable more scalable trailer creation in the Netflix business. Okay, now we discussed about the need for in-video search technology for Netflix business. Let's take a look from the technology front on what is the technology involved to make this happen. To make any search possible, there need to be proper representation of the search query and to-be-searched contents. For the in-video search product needs, the query could be either a text input or some other existing video segment. And the to-be-searched contents would be all the other possible video segments. Finding the right representation is like a type of embedding. Only when the search query and to-be-searched contents are possible to be projected into the same embedding, then can the search activity be carried out. For example, they may define the relevance to be the object of the search, then using the dot product between those two embeddings to representing the likelihood of the top results to be returned. Knowing this very important foundation, to project those information into the same embedding. The team first explore a simple approach. Using the object involved 
as the representation. For example, if we define some general objects or labels for all the video segments. For example, whether this video segment has any cars involved, any bike, any airplane, any people, or any animal, those can be considered as different labels. And also, the video segment can express a sense of feeling. For example, the environment could be either romantic or friendly or exciting or energetic. Those feelings or themes can be also considered as different labels. Then, the creators may just ask questions about those labels, and then the system can return the video segments with the closest proximity to those labels. This sounds a pretty reasonable approach, but this proven doesn't work that well. The reason is that the granularity of the label is hard to be fixed. Sometimes it is too general, so that the return result is not that relevant. Or sometimes it could be too specific. Other challenges exist. For example, some of the shows have their specific labels needed, but that label doesn't translate to other shows. With all of those possible reasons, this simple approach doesn't work that well. Realizing the issue of this simple approach, the team starts to seek for alternative solutions and leveraging one advanced algorithm called contrastive learning technology. Now let's step into what is the contrastive learning and how it is used here. Contrastive learning is a type of self-supervised machine learning algorithm to enable learning semantic information about the data points so that a set of embeddings can be created. Speaking about the goal, it's to creating a set of embeddings for the objects. Let's take a look at what's the purpose of having this embedding. Taking the task of image as example, if two images have closer embedding, meaning that their embedding vector is closer to each other, then that means they will be perceived similarly from the audience perspective. That is the power of creating the embedding for those to be searched for. Now we know that the goal of the object is to create the embedding so that they represent the proximity of the to be searched results. Now let's talk about what is self-supervised learning algorithm. Self-supervised learning is a machine learning paradigm where a model is trained on a task using the data itself to generate supervisory signals. Rather than relying on any external labels provided by humans. So in the context of the deep learning, the self-supervised learning usually leverage inherent structures or relationships within the input data to create meaningful training signals. For the context of the image embedding we want to get, for each of image, there would be some text pairs. For example, the text captions 
for that image. Then this image and text pairs can be used as the input. Because each image is usually associated with their own text pair, this image can be considered very close to the text. Assuming there is, let's say, 1000 of the image text pairs, then this 1000 image and the text pair can be imagined as the 1000 positive samples. And if we're trying to map each image to any other text information, then that can be considered as a negative samples. So with 1000 positive labels or positive samples, there is another 1000 square minus 1000, which is about 1 million negative samples available. With this positive and negative labels, these models can be used to be trained, and it can effectively jointly learn the embedding space for both the image and the text, so that the image and the text are mapped into the same embedding space. That will enable any search input of a text to be mapped into the space of the image and searching for the right image to be returned. Using the image text example, we illustrated what is a contrastive learning. For the video case, because each video can be seen as a collection of images, it is like uh, images played in a sequential order. That is a pretty straightforward extension from image to the video side. For the text part, the video segment also have their text caption related to that. So we also have the text information. As you can see, with a very similar approach, we can create the video segment to text pair. And this pair can be used to train this contrastive learning model. To make this being more efficient, we can use the image text created embedding as a starting point, and then use the video text information to refine this embedding so that eventually trained model will provide a more accurate video to text embedding. This advanced algorithms enable the creation of the video embedding and eventually enables the video-to-video -video search and also video-to-text search. Okay, we talked about the technology part as well. Now it's time to wrap up. In this episode, we take a look at how in-video search can help with creating promotion videos like movie trailers. And also one technology called contrastive learning which is one self-supervised machine learning algorithm to make this happen. If you like the content of this episode, please subscribe to the channel. Give me a five-star review and leave a comment. Your feedback is very appreciated and I'll see you next week.